Welcome to the Feats and Fables 5th Edition Dungeons & Dragons streaming game just for adventurers like you. You can find us on Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, and wherever you get your podcasts just by searching for Feats and Fables. If you want to watch us live and join the discussion with us on Twitch, then that's Monday nights from 8 to 10 Eastern Time. Uh, I am Paige Lightman, the DM. And I'd like to welcome you to Aglarond is a peaceful pastoral nation of half-elves. Our heroes are part of the Foresters, an elite scout force of rangers and druids and other outsider folks charged with defending Aglarond's borders, particularly against undead from the evil fascist nation of Thay. Currently, our heroes are in the mountains of eastern Aglarond, heading into the Singing Sands. So let's meet our heroes. So our leader is Victor Toussaint, a human eldritch knight fighter played by Ron Frankie. Just got a new sword. Yes, you did. Then we have Ross, a lizard folk barbarian played by Coda of Kodap Games. Hello, everyone. We have Mira, a water genasi, Circle of the Land Druid, played by Dr. Andrew Wong. I can't believe I'm out here with you right now. I really should be writing another grant proposal. <laughs> and then we have Silvio, a Seder College of Eloquence bard, played by Ben Heisler. Bonjour! Welcome to the party. Previously, on Feats and Fables, our heroes traveled to the mountains of eastern Aglarond looking for Tamath Cherboga, the Rashemi witch. Having found her, she says that she can't help them until they recover water from the mysterious Tarcellus Fountain. So let's see what our trip to the Tarcellus Fountain is going to look like tonight. However, before we go there, I would like to tell you about a special Halloween show that we're doing called The Black Crown of Disaster. Our heroes are no longer heroes as of Saturday. They will be playing monsters. We have the Mind Flayer. <laughs> we have the Werewolf. We have the Golem, who will be played by Joe, who is at work, so don't worry about that. Then we have the Necromancer! Oh, that, that, that's me. If you had only just given me the book, none of this would have had to happen. And then we have the Mummy. Cursed for eternity. Yes. So join us for a one-shot special Halloween adventure this Saturday afternoon from 2 p.m. to 5 p.m. on twitch.tv Feats and Fables. See you there, spooks. Wait, wait, we have the appropriate Come here. prop for it. Have a have a black cat. Woo! Yes. Tell him, Hugo. Hey, Tell him. Just as a note, no black cats. She went inside the room. She yes. pushed her way in. Yeah. All right. So, just to orient you on where we are and what we're doing, our heroes are in Eastern Aglarond, which is this kind of area. They're headed towards the Shivar Pass, which is a relatively 
dangerous high mountain pass that'll get them through the mountains and over the river umber close to the singing sands where they believe an ancient elven artifact is interred. An ancient elven artifact that the wizards of Thay are entirely too interested in. They've stopped at the house of a woman named Tamith Cherboga. Where's my picture of Tamith? There she is. Uh, named Tamith Cherboga, uh, a Rashemi witch who came to Aglaron from Rashomon, and uh, who is apparently friends with their commanding officer, Perrin Alistara. And Perrin has sent them to her because he knows that she'll be able to point them exactly to where this artifact will be. The Singing Sands is a large place. You can't just, you know, head out there and find it. And she says that she can help them as long as they can get water from the Tarcellus Fountain. When she said that the way is blocked, the, the fountain has, uh, is somehow compromised, and the last person that she, went to, that she know of that went out there never came back. Surely our heroes are tougher stuff than that. So I believe we are starting off... Uh, heading off into uh, the foothills towards the Tarcellus Fountain. Is that correct? Yeah, there back, it'll be easy. Sure. So the path to get where you're going is kind of a high mountain trail. And sometimes you're uh, walking in a, a broad open space like this, but sometimes you're up on a mountain kind of looking at folly death over, you know, just a dozen feet off to your right. Um, at other times, you're on a trail with forests on either side of you. Are y'all just kind of like little bunny foo-foo hopping through the forest? Or are we? is there some sort of tactical marching order you're in? Or, you know, are you doing something in particular? Like you got people walking off the trail 15 feet to the sides, hidden? What kind of stuff? I think on the times when we're on a cliff edge, uh, we should have someone walk 15 feet, you know, off the side just to be sure. safe. Let me know uh, we, who volunteers for that. We would like a marching order. I think our standard marching order was like Ross, uh, Mira, Wildfire, Silvio, Victor. Okay. Leading from the back, huh? You do like to throw dragons at us from behind, if I remember correctly. That is, that is Man, true. you throw one dragon at them from behind, and then it's just like dragons forever, right? And then with my, with my bow, I can participate from behind while Ross would just have to walk quickly. Sure. Plus, we get two meat shields for the price of one with Ross. It's it's true. It's true. So Goose is still quite damaged. She walks with a limp. And if she tries to run, she's just as likely to fall over as she is to actually run. Uh, so it's she's definitely not moving as well as she should but she's also getting better every day so no and i would like to point out that ever since we've had the little chat her training has been going swimmingly absolutely absolutely um uh she is learning uh more commands every day and she's actually starting to learn some of them in common uh, and because of that, uh, you know, it's like with any creature toddler that you had, the more you interact with them and, and spark their little brain interest, the, uh, the more they are going to be, uh, 
stimulated and then also grow their little brains. I will so have you know that I strictly train her in Draconic. That doesn't stop her from picking up words in common, such as Tarit. I don't understand why Silvio keeps saying, do a barrel roll. And then having her roll over on her back. Because it's hilarious. And also I have all these treats and we have, you know, people have complained multiple times that we are carrying too much. So I thought it was in the best interest so that we should lighten the load while also training her. But what does the barrel have to do with any of it? What, you have not seen a barrel roll before? Where it I rolls? Mean, I suppose you're right. I mean, I could tell her roll like a, uh, you know, a wheel of cheese, but I do not think that that would be nearly as uh, common or easy for her to pick up on. <sighs> she is not uh, truly Aglarondian after all. She is from the swamps, and, uh, you know, perhaps she is not uh, quite ready for our cheesy way of life. There were many cheeses in your lands that even I dare not eat from the stench of them. Ah, my friend, you are missing out. The stickier mm. the cheese, the sweeter the taste. My nose never lies. Perhaps one day you will broaden your horizons to the wide variety of stinky and runny cheeses that we have here in our country. Mm. Well, perhaps we can discuss this another time. I think the commander is issuing for us to wrap up our short break. Of course he is. Of course. <laughs> so, as the mountains get higher and higher, uh, there are a whole lot of, uh, like, folded terrain that has bridges over it. So you start encountering, I don't know, like a bridge every half hour or so, most of which are in okay shape, a few of which are not. And the, the crossings can become rather uh, exciting uh, because the, the bridges aren't particularly sturdy. How are you, how are you in a general sense handling, handling bridge problems? I mean, try to route around them if we can. Mm, it's very steep terrain and like you'll have two peaks kind of next to each other and then a deep mm. valley between them so it's it's hours out of your way how big are these gaps you're talking about Paige? uh they they vary like maybe as much as 50 feet or maybe as little as 20 feet i mean 20 feet still quite a gap is it possible that i could create a couple of reinforcements in the lashings using <laughs> bits of leather or mm, let me see if I've got anything in my equipment for this specifically make me a I create lashings and reinforcements I mean I do have lengths of rope both hempen and silk Ooh. Uh, country and western <laughs> uh, I'm gonna give you a survival to reassure up those those uh ties on the bridge 100 percent. that i believe 
Okay, so you generally do a pretty good job of the bridges that are kind of falling apart. Uh, you manage to get them in enough shape where everybody can cross and you're not concerned about somebody falling through. Um, so I have a question. I just want to... Oh, no, I've already checked your passive perception and passive insight recently. I'm sure that won't come up. If you uh, leveled us up again, we could give you new numbers. Ooh, it's you want to level up? That fronts. Yes. Trap. Yes. <laughs> just give us another dragon up the rear. <laughs> we we asked and not in the pleasant way of having yes. a dragon up the rear. Let's be done. We we. All right. So I've got passive perceptions: fourteen Silvio, seventeen Mira, fifteen Ross, uh, eleven Victor. What's Goose's perception insight, Coda? Do you do you know that? I do definitely know that thing i'm gonna go with a four a 14 on the per passive perception and a 14 on the passive insight although uh i will tell everyone um that those might be subject to change as the new unearthed arcana just came out with the i believe it is called the drake guard drake uh, warden drake, drake, drake warden thank you uh that we are going to be adapting in and i'm just realizing that as i i may have forgotten to look at the stat block or the skill block so yeah. cutting edge definitely, material people yes definitely look at it because it's usually a static value plus your proficiency bonus i i let's go with the 14s for now and i will update you if they are different also, I would like to make a special shout out to whoever works at Wizards of the Coast that is putting together Unearthed Arcana content that has decided that they love our show so much that they wanted to give Rass his very own testing subclass. I, uh, I so feel, thank you very much, Wizards. I feel so honored. Thank, thank you, Dan Dillon. I, I bet it was you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, so let me let me roll some dice. I don't like that you just rolled a 18, 10, 18. Who are you and what have you done with Paige? Yep. I know, right? Uh, all right. So there you were. No shit. Uh, I, I should get tokens for y'all too. You need tokens though. I mean, you tell me. All right, so we have Silvio. We're going to put Wildfire and Hewitt up in a corner. If y'all would check to make sure y'all have full access to your tokens. Who am I missing? Nobody puts Wildfire in a corner. Uh, you're missing Mira. Oh, sure. Well, she was way off on the other edge of the board. It, yeah. These things happen. All right. So he, you're coming up on a bridge. Please move your tokens wherever you would like, and you may begin the bridge crossing process. Sure. I'll be over here finishing up the, the t 
eyes on that one post. All right. I think that should do it for this one. However, be cautious of some of those smaller planks. And uh, with that, I will begin to head out onto the bridge of certain not doom. Hey, Paige, before he gets too far, how how much of a drop are we looking at? Just, you know, curious. Ballpark. Ballpark. Sure. sure, that's a le- legitimate question. So if you'll notice, this area of the, the map uh, down here is kind of blurry. Uh, and the trees up here are like, I don't know, 10, 15 feet across. And these are much smaller. These, So these are like uh, five foot squares. These are like 50 foot squares. So it's it's a long way down. You think it is more than your hit points way down. Hmm. Then we probably secure ropes to ourselves before we cross the rickety bridge. That's what I was looking for. Especially since goose is liable to bolt. If there's like a goose or something, ironically. Is the bridge solid wood construction or is it like a rope bridge? Um, it's ostensibly solid wood construction. Hmm. <laughs> is, right. anyone, is anyone going to demand the Shankara stones from me as I cross it? You, sir, may have a point of inspiration. <laughs> that is a movie I really like and nobody else does. Deep cuts, <laughs> sir. Deep cuts. All right, well, after having the rope tied around me. I will move with Goose uh, to cross the bridge. If uh, I will tie a second rope to her (laughs) in case she falls as well. Just a question. Is it like pillar, then rope to Ross and pillar and then rope to Goose? Or is it like pillar, then rope to Ross, then rope to Goose? Probably that one. As ideally, just check it. I would like to her to be in. Let's talk about how much Goose weighs. <laughs> Are we taking these precautions at every bridge? I've been feeding her so much on recent occasion. I mean, I can still lift her in a pinch, right? Yeah, yeah I mean, she's a couple hundred pounds. Oh, good. That was, you know, before Wait, I was feeding her treats all the time. I'm now concerned about Goose's diet. We should really not be free-feeding Goose. <laughs> and to answer your question, we're taking this precaution on every bridge that's patched together by Ross's quote-unquote craftsmanship. Wait, so when he fixes it, we try to be more careful? Is <laughs> that what you're yeah. saying? <laughs> This is some of my best work from patching together undergarments. <laughs> I mean, it's a logical transition undergarments to to uh, the bridges. Yeah, you know. Yeah, about making your own, crocheting your own loincloths. Was that what I seem to remember? Nonetheless, we cautiously make our way across the bridge together. Move your token, sir. 
Oh, look, I'm on the other side now. Hooray. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, look, no problems. Great. The bridge creaks alarmingly uh, as you get to the middle. Uh, and make me a, some kind of I am staying on this bridge check when you get to the middle of it. But but I'm all the way on the other side. <laughs> uh-huh, I, I realize where your token is. <sighs> Why you do me like this, Paige? I will give you a athletics check for that. Okay, DC's not not very high, so seven high. <sighs> uh, you you fail, but not by five. Uh, so you end up like on your belly. Uh, hanging onto the bridge as it sways alarmingly, but you you manage to kind of like belly crawl off of it. Uh, Goose seems totally oblivious to the danger and is just kind of like waiting for you and drooling on the other side. Just drool, drool, drool. Old bridge, very strong. Very strong. I will just. I will do the alligator. A belly crawl in which I pick up my midsection and just kind of, you know, crawl across. It's very dignified. Silvio slaps the side of the bridge and says, this bridge can fit so many tragic backstories in it. Let me show you. So, <laughs> uh, Mirror, Silvio, you should go across. Uh, Go ahead. All right, fine. I will. I will do this thing. I presume I have to pause in the middle of the bridge too for shenanigans. You should make me, and I want to stay on this bridge roll. <laughs> I don't want to stay on the bridge. I want to get across the bridge. Like then you should make me a. I make. I want to get across the bridge roll. That is the noise of Ben Heisler looking at his character sheet and going, none of these skills are high enough. <laughs> just just crickets. Y'all are both muted. Oh, how about this? This is that is the the face of Ben Heisler looking at his skills and going, these are all way too low. Well at least I'm half proficient in, you know, wanting to be alive. So that's good, right? Look at that. that. Almost double. 13. Very respectable. Yeah, Yeah, it gets kind of wiggly in the the middle. middle, But uh, but you get across. No problem. All right. Uh, We will... Mira will... Oh, go ahead. We'll untie the ropes from the post near Victor and Mira. Silvio uh, will... Or Ross will tie the ropes on their side to their pillars... So that now we're tied to the pillars on the opposite side. That is true. And uh, and then we'll go across. Mira will will secure the rope around her and uh, begin the long and scenic walk across this well-engineered and uh, venerable bridge. Which she looks around for like a nameplate to maybe indicate like. <laughs> is Victor going across this? first? I figure we're going to cross simultaneously. Uh, Victor isn't. Spending as much time looking for a nameplate, but he is patient. All right. So when you get about about. here, something happens. 
Uh, with uh, a roar, a, uh, a large grayish green uh, figure detaches from the rock. You knew this was coming. Detaches from the rock uh, and uh, goes <laughs> We're making a friend. Yes. Oh god, uh, it's right. the foreshadowed dragon up the rear. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I'm I'm gonna go to my grave with dragon on my rear written on my tombstone. I don't I mean... know what else could make that awful sound, Paige. Alright. So detaching from the wall and crawling onto the bridge here and here are two uh warty gray green angry looking humanoids with kind of like long beaky noses and black uh, matted hair and strong muscles and thick black talons and kind of a rubbery gangly stance they're going to choose to do battle with you so they are going to roll initiative uh you are welcome to roll initiative or not as as makes you happy so page just as a clarification um on the new UA, it is telling me that the Drake Companion has a 12 passive perception, but does not mention insight. So I'm going to assume that it's probably a 10. Yeah, it's based on whatever her wisdom is at that point. I was afraid you were going to say, oh, well, in that case, it's a 12. We'll make sure to include Goose in all of our dipl diplomatic enclaves. I mean, what what diplomat doesn't love a, a, an adorable puppy dragon thing? Of course. This this seems like a bad show. Not gonna lie. The, our show seems like a bad show. Oh no, I'm saying I'm saying these creatures showing up on the bridge. This is a bad show. Oh, gosh. I was gonna say like, what's with the trolls though? We weren't you know crossing the internet. <laughs> <laughs> I think they have something to say about Ross's patch job on their bridge. Mm. <laughs> oh, because he's not union? Oh, that totally makes sense. Somehow I think these that creatures spending here is not the greatest. So these creatures uh, clamor up the uh, sides of the cliff where they kind of peeled themselves away, where they were camouflaged perfectly in the stone. Uh, like, clamor up the cliff with a weird, scuttling, spider-like tenacity. They look like they are totally not afraid of falling. Spider troll. Spider troll. Does everything a spider troll can? <laughs> so these are spider Silvio? dragon, dragon spider, troll spider, dragon <laughs> troll. You, sir, may have a point of inspiration. Oh, thank I mean, God. At this point, I'm not Silvio convinced. Silvio, do the thing that every monster we run into from this point forward is not going to be half spider, so. Uh, what are you doing there, handsome? I am looking at my spells because I did not plan on going first. This is not something that is my milieu. Uh, but instead, I will uh, look at the troll. Uh... Sadly, I think I have to speak a language that it does for this to work. 
will happily tell you what you need to do. Yeah, no, it doesn't say we have to share language, so that's sweet. Uh, so Silvio will turn, uh, look at the troll that is on this side, uh, and say, Ah, oh, bonjour! Uh, sorry, we are not quite ready for this. Uh, I suggest you crawl all the way back to the bottom, wait for four hours, and then come back up. And I require <laughs> a wisdom save at disadvantage. Congratulations, you were suggested, and you will enjoy doing that. And so they will then call out, uh, since this one is uh, perfectly so reasonable, uh, please no one... <laughs> I love it. Oh, no, page are muted. Yep. The suggestion must be worded in such a manner as to make the course of action sound reasonable. Mm -hmm. I mean, check. check. Silvio com seemed completely reasonable to me. We will definitely come back in four hours because we have to come back this direction. It's true. I uh, do not quite perhaps think that through. I was hoping that uh, with four hours we'd be like long done with this. But uh, you know what? That is something that uh, is a problem for future Silvio. <laughs> Current Silvio makes lots of problems for future Silvio. This is nothing. Hmm. You, sir, may have an inspiration point because uh, present Silvio is often awful to future Silvio. Uh, what's Goose going to do about this? Work, work, work! Work, work, work! Inform you that I will be going before Goose because for some reason that's a thing that did not appear on I, I see. <laughs> it's, your Ross is not in order. It's just Goose. That's fine. However, That's fine. however, I will point out that Goose actually goes immediately after me on the initiative. So I'm just going to do that and everything will be fine. There we go. All right. Uh, so at this point, I am going to take out my short sword and tell Goose to defend this side of the bridge. And move forward. Uh, so mechanically, I'm using a bonus action to... Uh, can, can, it just says to give him like an a, attack action or some her. action that is her that is not dodge. I don't know if it gets as specific as that. So you you do you with whatever you want with that. And, and what is the wording is to guard the side of the bridge? Yep. Okay. Uh, or, or because my draconic translator is up, uh, let's see. Elignia! <laughs> Which is just defend. So, that's what I got. All right. Uh, are you sitting gonna, on inspiration, Coda? I am not. Or maybe now I you am. are. Excellent. What? what? I will uh, definitely use that as I will be uh, attacking with my... I literally just told you not to attack that one. Please, for the love oh, of God. Right, right, right. You did. I'm sorry. Quick, Sophia, roll a diplomacy check against Ross. <laughs> the good news is I can't roll less than a 10. Okay, so I'm going to double move. Or dash, I suppose. 
And let's see, I'm still going only 60. Out onto the bridge. I'm going to take a swing when you go by. What was that? I'm going to take a swing when you go by. Okay. Wait, everyone's coming to this end of the bridge? Well, a 20 is definitely going to hit. All right, you take 11 slashing damage from its thick black talons as it rakes your hide as you run past. And the wounds, like, hiss and burn with uh, uh, some sort of venom left behind. All right, that is unpleasant. But does, does that venom do four points of poison damage? Yes, it does. Oof. Hmm. Unfortunate. All right, is that all you got there, Coda? A double move, yes. Or a dash. You don't perhaps want to use your bonus action to rage or anything? With the I've given my bonus action to Goose. Ah, of course. Of course. Terribly sorry. I'm so excited by these new rules. <laughs> uh, I think mechanically, I will tell him to dodge at this point. Her. Her. Damn it. <laughs> let, me just, let me just put this over here so I can see the high five. Okay. <laughs> uh, Mira, what would you like to do? So Mira finds herself standing right next to a troll, right? Yeah, it's like that one conference when you were presenting that paper and he mm. just would not go away. Yes. She is not a fan of this. But side note before she does her actual thing. This bridge is in fact made out of wood, correct? Okay. That's never a good question. I listen. It's better when Andrew asks it than it is when Ron asks it. <laughs> <laughs> she turns to the troll and basically basically says, "Get the fuck away from me." As she extends a palm out and the troll, having sauntered out here without considering local wind and wave conditions, will in fact get hit by a riptide. Alrighty, make me a. I hit the troll with the whip. Oh, no, I make a saving throw, don't I? Yes, a con save, please. I offer unto you an 11. Alright, so you'll be enjoying the fullness of the riptide as you get pushed 10 feet away and. Enjoy! Ten points of damage! Yeah, take that! Is it All right. like. The troll is blasted back by the Riptide spell and scrabbles uh, its claws trying to uh, grab into the rock. Oh, Excellent. and it continues falling for a little bit, so that'll be fun. All right, uh, so number yellow. Uh, oh, wait, wait, look uh, I'm also going to oh, sure. FYI. That's a good spot. Okay. Continue, please. Uh, number yellow looks at Goose, who's going, Bork, 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 bork. And uh, Silvio, who has very politely told the troll that, I, I mean, you might as well get this later. Uh, and the troll kind of sighs and starts, like, basically walking down the wall. 
in a very sad troll way. Pork, pork, <laughs> pork, 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 pork. <clears throat> that was amazing. Victor, the power of Swedish. Uh, let's see. So things seem pretty well in hand. I guess I could just walk across, right? Sure. Number <laughs> blue is fifty feet down and falling. Uh, I mean, Mira. Yeah. Um, Mira enforces personal boundaries. Yeah, I'll go to here, I guess. And it seems kind of rude to shoot the troll that's falling to its death. <laughs> but uh, what would Miss Manners say? I guess. I guess I'll put a couple of arrows in it, just to you know assert dominance. I guess. You may do so at. You may do so at disadvantage because the bridge is moving, and the troll is also moving quite fast. Mm. Oh, that's true. It, my archery training has never taken into account moving targets. <laughs> I should really incorporate that. Um, I will. I will roll again. It seems unlikely I will get my delicious crit at this point. But Ooh, real close. I do get a hit, which I'm quite pleased about. Pretty solid. Oh, sorry. I hit that twice by accident. Uh, nine piercing damage. Beats a poke in the eye. Yep. And All right. The troll. Are you done? I get two arrows. Normally. Oh, gotcha. Successfully. Uh, only 13 for that one. Uh, you miss. The troll's just moving way too fast. All right, by moving, you mean falling way too fast. Yes. Uh, it starts scrabbling for the wall again. All right. It manages to put like one hind claw into the wall, <laughs> which turns it around and it finally arrests its, uh, its downward descent only like 30 or 40 feet off the bottom. But now it's a couple hundred feet below you at this point. And it just gives up and goes and crawls into the water. <laughs> what were those? We demoralized it. <laughs> Little do they know, bridges are our favorite train. <laughs> we don't Fucking have to come clearly. back. It is quite a limited use, but when you get it, damn, does it feel good. <laughs> yes. That, that that whole thing. <laughs> Mira's going to come scampering back across the bridge now. I'll uh, Sorry. kind of lend Mira a helping hand to get across and, and be the last to cross just in case those things come back. Okay. Uh, given that there are no enemies lurking at this point, you take all the time you need and can get across the bridge with no problem. See, Paige, I'm all the way across. We did it. Yay. Yeah, you know, I was concerned about that fight. I thought I was a little concerned. It's like, well, I scaled it as uh, just under deadly for five players at sixth level. And now we're only four players at sixth level. I'm sure it'll be fine. <laughs> did you account for terminal velocity? <laughs> I think she was accounting for it on our side and being like, oh, yeah, there's super fast. <laughs> I'm sure we absolutely don't have to come across this bridge on the way back. Although, Paige, in your map that you've made, I do love 
that you put these rocks right in the middle of the river just just so we could have a chance of hitting water or hitting rock. You never know. I mean, at that distance, there's not much of a difference. But there. movie physics. Yeah. 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 Yeah, but you've also given enough room on the fall for me to turn it into like a, a triple spin into a swan dive. Sure, that is a thing. That is a thing. It'd be like swan diving onto concrete, but you know. But with style. Yes. It's worked out I, uh, for me so well in the past. I have... Uh, Oh. I've started using um, Dungeon Draft to make maps, and it has a really good way of doing like high and low elevation maps, so you'll see more of those. She's gonna keep, style. I like that. Keep throwing elevation at us until we get thrown off something. I mean, like that is my eternal quest as a DM. It's every DM's internal quest. Let's not, let's not count... Let's not count on anything in the future along these lines. Wildfire, you might have feather fall. Hurry, come back. Come back. <laughs> what's what's really great is we are gonna have to come back this way. And Paige is like, oh yeah, well, what if I add all these other monsters into it? We'll go back the other way. <laughs> it'll be fun. I'm sure it'll be fun. Shall we keep moving, Captain? Please, please. Absolutely. That was just a minor inconvenience. Those citizens of Aglarond uh, were being a little rambunctious. What were those things anyway? Uh, I guess we should uh, try and find out. By the time you go back and look down the uh, down the uh, ravine, there you can't see them again. Uh, is Victor rolling with advantage or should I just take the left one? Just take the left one. I, I had not turned disadvantage off. The fight ended it. sooner than I thought it would. Because we're that good, baby. Yeah. <laughs> ended sooner than you thought it would. <laughs> ended so way sooner than I thought it would. Yeah, but that happens sometimes. All right. Uh, Victor has a 19 nature. Uh, so you have heard of these things. Uh, they're very clearly trolls. Uh, like even Silvio knows that that is some kind of trolls. But there is actually, uh, despite what that absolute todger, Bolathamp Gadarm says, um, there is an absolute panoply of trolls out there, and Aglarond is home to a dozen species, and those were very clearly stone trolls. Stone mm. trolls. Yes, mm. they uh, they camouflage into stone. They they don't. They're very climby. They can jump pretty well. They do like snatching people up off bridges and throwing them down ravines, and then picking up the the splat down at the bottom and eating it. Like you do. Mm-hmm. Like you do. So you travel uh, peacefully for another hour. You think you're only maybe an hour away from Tarcellus Fountain at this point. Like the hike is hard because it's like you said, it's a lot of uh, up and down and up and down and then bridges over some of the deeper valleys, but it's, it's relatively difficult terrain. Uh, and ahead of you, before you round a corner, um, 
you you hear people talking in a mix of human and elven. Um, and it's just banal chatter. It's things like, well, I don't know why you didn't have the beer at that tavern. I thought it was pretty... Well, I don't know. I, I thought the other one we had was... So it's just banal chatter. I will... Uh... And actually, uh, Mira and... Where did my passive perceptions go? Uh, Mira and... There we go. Mira and... Ross. Uh, hear this before anyone else does. I'll, uh, Victor is the last to know. Quietly make my way back to the party as soon as I hear them. You know, I'm traveling 15 feet out in front of the party. There seems to be someone ahead. That sounds like a cocktail party up there. Yeah, it's a small group, like three to seven people. Mm, three to seven. Well, uh, we're still within Aglaron's borders. I guess we should... Go uh, say hi? Yeah, see what's going on. I mean, does someone want to... Uh, do more reconnaissance before that, or should we just go up as a group? I certainly could, but if they are not set against us, that might give them a bad impression. Especially, well, hold on a second, and I'll get out my do not shoot me badge, I'm one of you, and put it, pin it on. Okay, now I am ready. What? does this look like it's like in a it's like the same forester symbol we all have but you know a little bigger and very really it's like orange like a target right. with a slash through it or something i i've i have always thought it looks like a space marine insignia but instead of being the red wax seal with the scripture mm. coming off of it. It's like hazard orange, has a little spotlight clip onto it so that we can uh, uh, see in the dark so I'm not shot in the middle of the night. It's it's very utility. I, so I think it does look like a space marine purity seal because instead of having scripture like in the wax, it's actually got a letter from Perrin Alistrara saying, if you shoot this guy, I'm fucking coming after you because he's mine. And Karagosh with the subscription. Let's get the dance music. Uh, la, la, la. Celebrate. Karagosh. Kurgosh's subscription has summoned Wildfire into existence. That, that is true. That, that did absolutely happen. Kurgosh! <laughs> Ooh, and Tim Chandler with the pitties. Thank you, Tim. Ooh, thank you, Tim. All right, now we'll play for real. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that was exciting. Joe, you've missed a bunch. I was listening in at least. Okay, okay good. Uh, right. So you hear voices kind of around around the bend on the road. It sounds like a group of three to seven people just like walking down the road and talking about last night's going on in the tavern. Uh, three to seven people of... Uh, do we have an idea of what level based on uh, their conversation? 
foot level. Man, I, I benched 400 pounds last night. Uh, you, you can make me a, can I determine their level from their conversation check? I would be happy to do such I'm a thing. I'm really excited to see this. One. I just learned how to cast Fireball. Really, good for you. <laughs> I'm just yeah, being... That was really on the nose. I'm waiting for Paige to give Silvio, like, 7th level drunkard. Oh, yeah. yeah. 18. You You're going to three to seven individuals. I have to uh, assume they are some manner of adventuring party, so... You feel that they're a CR, that if you were to take them on head-to-head -head in a fair fight, it might be iffy. Uh, okay. Fair. Maybe we should just say hi. Uh, that was my plan, but yeah. uh, of course it's up to the captain. Yes, let us. If no one really wants to scout or anything, let's just go talk to them. I think that's a very reasonable thing to do. <sighs> and by we talk to them, I of course mean Sylvia. No, I'll talk to them. It'll be fine. <laughs> I'll stand in the back. Good job having your badge on, Ross. That's a strong contribution. <laughs> So, so what do you do? You just like stand there in the middle of the road, and wait for them to walk into you. Do I talk first? Do you talk first? I don't know how this goes. So, I walk towards them and I call out uh, in common, uh, "Bonjour! How how is the uh, the air up here?" All right, the group of uh, folks looks pretty startled, uh, but then they're all smiles and they're like, "Oh, hello." You see a uh, half-elven woman with a bow. You see a uh, elven man who is currently unarmed. You see a person of indeterminate gender with a staff and spell power flickering around their hand. You see a, an elven man with daggers in his hands and a uh, pleasant-featured woman carrying a flute who has got a big grin for you. Captain... I'm going to lean in a little bit closer closer to Victor. Why are we not as color coordinated as they are? Because you won't I wear clothes. I wondered if you were going to, to notice that. You won't wear clothes, Ross. We don't all want to be a weird grayish, greenish color. That is how color his loincloth Ross, your color is very unappealing. I'm sorry. Oh, damn. <clears throat> but I made this myself mm, perhaps I should take up clothes dyeing I mean yeah hurt. do these colors mean anything to us a great DM you know the answer to you know, you know the answer to that don't you it's a history check it's, it's a do these colors mean anything to us check which could indeed be history, but not check. history check. I did not do so well, but I'm confident one of my companions. <laughs> I, I like this, this alpine terrain that they're on. Are, are these like the Von Trapps, maybe? Are they, <laughs> are they holding hands and singing? I, is this a musical episode? Did nobody right? worry this is a musical? <laughs> no, this is what I could find uh, on... Pexels for uh, CC0 free to use pictures. So you, what you see is what you get. Because the hills uh, are alive right now. The hills. It, it is a lovely day. 
are alive. Uh, yes. With music. Uh, Sylvio and Wildfire. Uh, the colors themselves don't mean anything to you, but the fact that they're all kind of color coordinated does indicate that they are clearly a group that works together. They're not a um, a military company in Aglarond of any kind, but their accent is Aglarondian. They're a mixture of humans and half elves and elves. Um, so you, they look sure look like Aglarondians. It could be they're one of the adventuring companies uh, around that you know, tend to have kind of a shtick that they not a uniform per se, but they tend to dress in the same colors. I wonder oh, if that's gets thought... boring, always being the same color. Hmm. I thought you were about to say their shtick was, was singing. <laughs> so the, uh, the woman with the flute, uh, this young lady here, uh, gives y'all a big smile and steps forward and says, Hello! My name is Tandiel. And uh, this, these are uh, Brianka. She gestures at the woman with the bow. Uh, Emirian, the guy with no weapons. Aranathion, the uh, person with the uh, spell power. And Soleil, the guy with the daggers. And uh, we're adventurers, and we mean you no harm. That looks like forester armor. Are y'all foresters? Are we? You have identified us correctly. We are foresters of Eglarond. So there's a general murmur of appreciation and 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 uh, respect among the crowd. And the uh, the elven man Ancelay says, "Ah, yes, I served with the foresters for many years, but I left probably." Oh, 150 years ago, so I don't think I know any of you. A uh, pleasure and well met. He bows deeply. Indeed, uh, may I introduce, uh, starting from the giant lizard, uh, this is Ras. Uh, the other lizard we have is Goose. Uh, the one with the flaming hair is uh, the wildest fire you will ever uh, come across. Uh, the studious... Lady, uh, how how do I even introduce you? Yeah, like I feel like there's I feel like any words that I am saying are doing you a disservice because you are so many things to our party, including the hearts and brain. Doctor, doctor ah. is the correct term. But of course, uh, doctor. I feel <laughs> that in my heart. <laughs> I feel that in my heart. <laughs> doctor Mira is fine. Oh, yeah, this is uh, Dr. Mira, uh, a doctor of uh, the natural sciences. Natural uh, philosophy, yes. Oh, yeah, she's nodding, therefore I have not terribly ruined this. Uh, everybody smile. <laughs> uh, and then finally, our captain, uh, Captain Toussaint. And what's it again? I mean, if I'm prompted, I give my best toothy grin. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so many teeth. There's a, a general hello, how are you, wave, smiles, come back your way from various and sundry from the introductions. So what is your business in this corner of Aglarond? The uh, the woman, Tandiel, says, ah, well, I'm glad you have asked. Uh, we are adventurers, and we have been recently hired uh, by the little town of Cherno. Let me make sure I'm saying this right. Uh, yes, the little town of Cherno. Uh, apparently, there is an evil witch that lives a few mountains over that way, 
and uh, they have hired us to bring her to justice. Would her name happen to be, um, oh, what was her name? Tamith. Tamith. There's a, a Tandiel kind of looks taken aback. It's like, ah, you've heard the legends of the Witch of Umbergoth. No, actually. Can you tell me more about it? Uh, at that, you know, uh, there's kind of a group eye roll and everybody starts sitting down and like Ancelay sits down a rock and pulls off a boot and starts shaking a pebble out of it. And Brianka unstrings her bow and gets out a knife and starts whittling because they, they know the minute the word story comes along, they're done till Tandiel <laughs> says her piece. I thought they were going to break into song, actually. <laughs> so he gets a big grin and pulls out the uh, the giant chalice of wine and uh, pulls it up, <laughs> takes a drink and starts passing it around. I detect a bard off coming up. <laughs> bard off? No, not well. I mean, you mean in a duet? Oh. Yeah, but it's definitely one of those frenemy things. I mean, that's functionally the way all bard duets work, so. <laughs> I mean, the thing is, bards have a, a non-aggression agreement with all other bards. It's like, in public, they, they it's a, you know, they're all 100% yeah. friends with each other. Like, you mm -hmm. mess with one bard, you mess with all bards. But boy, howdy, you get them alone when it's just bards, and it's cutthroat. Yes. Mm. Uh, all right. Uh, so Tamith uh, sits down and uh, opens her canteen, takes a sip of water, and launches into a rather long but well-told and interesting, exciting, kind of funny at times tale of the the Witch of Umbergoth. Uh, apparently, her magic drove all the elves out of the area, and uh, since then, any child of any sort of elven heritage uh, has to get a mark of protection from a local druid or um, cleric to keep them from being uh, uh, having their souls taken away by the Witch of Umbergoth. And uh, they say that, you know, in the process she's been ruining all the elven places around and the places sacred to all the elves around. I Plus the usual stuff, like, you know, Stealing babies, making the cow's milk go sour. Your, your story is very interesting. However, we just met with Tamith. Uh, she's an ally of the Foresters. So I, I think the story the villagers told might have been a little uh, exaggerated. It would not be the first time uh, from Cherno they are well known for their bull. Uh, it's, a, uh, it's, a, it's a phrase throughout the realms. It's the uh, Chernobyl effect. <sighs> oh, I just I just got to sit here and marinate in that for a minute. All right, we're, shut we're shutting this whole thing down. We're shutting this whole thing <laughs> oh, down. Yeah, Sorry, everybody. The yeah. stream, it can't. No. I'm deleting. I'm deleting everything right now. Yeah, Just yeah. Thanks. So, have you, been, have you been waiting on that one since before break? 
Did you get an break thinking of that? I, I'm pretty no, sure I didn't. Did. As soon as you said Cherno, I was like, ah! uh, I got some bad news, y'all. I, I'm I'm talking with our, our legal right now, and they say we are contractually obligated to continue. Right, but, <laughs> but as stated previously, Feats and Fables Company does not hold is cannot be held responsible for any damage that puns may cause during broadcasts. So mm-hmm. we're covered. Psychological damage. Oh, I, I think that might be the best pun we've seen in Feats and Fables since we went streaming. <laughs> I don't know, I have a store. All right, I'm gonna do better than uh, advantage. I'm gonna give you elven accuracy. One one token worth. For those, of, for those of you who don't know what Elven Advantage is, it means when you have advantage, you roll 3d20 instead of 2d20. So it's one of those, because that was a world-class pun. That was fairly terrible. So what is their reaction to... That horrible pun, because like we're judging them now as human beings. Well, luckily, so, luckily for them, since uh, the word Chernobyl is an anachronism, you know, it wouldn't pain their soul like it does ours. Well, that's true. That's true. Yep. Yep. Uh, so they look a little confused, and they can't. The it, it doesn't look like they've decided what to do one way or the other. It's not. Victor has not really convinced them, but they're still listening. I mean, would you care to back that up with some sort of charisma check there, Ron? I, you know. No. <laughs> he says, no, not really. I'm willing to roll, but uh, okay. generally speaking, somewhat, I, I just kind of make statements and other people. Um, roll uh, dice? Yes. Oh, yeah. As my captain uh, that she is a ally of the foresters. Uh, we're actually working together with her on a uh, top secret mission. Uh, but perhaps, um, you know what? Uh, you could join us uh, on the trip that we are doing for her, uh, and then we can all go back together. Uh, we can talk about this and see if we can straighten things out and uh, discover what is the issue. Uh, and if, in fact, she is uh, responsible for these heinous crimes, then we can. Uh, well, if she's responsible for that, uh, Agorand is a nation of uh, humans and elves, and uh, if there are crimes against it, we will make sure that uh, that justice is meted out. We, uh, of course, do not wish any share of whatever it is that uh, Chernobyl has paid you, uh, as we are already looking to do what is right in this fair country. So Tandiel says, well, I mean, the villagers have been saving... I mean, they had hardly any money, but... They insist on paying us. I, 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 she count. She reaches in a pack, like thirty gold. I mean, that's that's all they had. It may not seem like much to an adventurer, but it's it's literally all the money everyone in the village had. They'll go hungry for this. Uh, I, I was actually planning on giving half of it back, or just kind of hiding it somewhere for them to find later, because I couldn't take that much money. Uh, but they. I, I don't know that we can go back to them and tell them that, no, no, that's not the right witch. Well, if it is not the right witch, then perhaps uh, you need to find who is. 
But are you prepared for the lowly sum of uh, 15 gold to mete out justice that may not be correct and summarily execute someone that is an ally of the country? I do not wish to, uh, of course, challenge that uh, this is perhaps the case, but uh, slaying an ally of the foresters is... Um, it carries a, a penalty far higher than 15 or 30 gold pieces. There's a round of concerned faces and nods. Why don't you make me some kind of uh, some kind of check with that? Did you ask for persuasion? Because that's what I heard. <laughs> I mean, persuasion is a thing I would accept, but it's not the only thing. So I offer you a twenty-one. Why is it 21 versus 15? Uh, it's 21 versus 15 because it's a diplomacy or deception check, which I have reliable talent on as a bard of the College of uh, Eloquence. Eloquence. <laughs> Eloquence. Uh, so instead of taking the four, I'm going to act as if I rolled a 10. Yep. All right. Uh... There's a round of concerned faces and they kind of look at each other and uh, finally Arantheon shrugs and uh, as they do, Tandiel accepts that with a nod. Well, I guess it's decided then. We will not be bringing the Witch of Umbergoth to justice. We should take the money back to Chernow. I'd hate to lose it for anything. Uh, I'm not sure it is neat for us to accompany you wherever you are going, because that is not our problem. We'll go back to town and see if we can maybe track these crimes down to something else. It could be there's another creature at work here. Well, if you would like, um, we there's actually an opportunity for well-meaning adventurers to make some money. There's a couple of rock trolls uh, at the bridge down the way. And if you'd like, you could take them out. And as you know, there's a generous standing bounty on them. Uh, we have bounty that we are uh, prepared to award here and now, if you can uh, provide proof. Now that gets their attention. And Arantheon gives uh, Tandiel a slight nod. And Tandiel says, uh, yes, that sounds lovely. Rock, How many rock trolls? Not more than three, I hope. Uh, we only saw two on our passage this way. Uh, the bridge is that way. Uh, and as I said before, if you wish to take care of that problem and wait for us to return, we will happily award you the bounty. And uh, if you wish to accompany us to the witch, uh, so we can all talk together uh, in a spirit of uh, diplomacy and cooperation. We would be happy to uncover the truth about this. Perhaps there is an enemy of the witch that is uh, trying to blame her for these things. She is uh, relatively wise. She might be able to help you track down the true malfactor in this situation. Um, Tandiel says, well, uh, you know what? We'll give the rock trolls a try and, uh, and talk about it. And we'll meet you, I guess, if the bridge is back that way. How long do you think you'll be there? I turn to Mira. I, yeah, I was going to say, we turn to Mira. Actually, Mira is the map guy. 
And then Mira yeah. turns to Victor, and it's just like <laughs> a whole train of us turning our heads right. I will end up with someone who says the right thing. I will give an accurate amount. I, if I remember from our conversation, it wasn't super far, so I'd imagine we'd be back within a day. Oh, yeah, probably within 12 hours, maybe less okay. than that. Then I will relay that to this adventuring party. Tandil says, all right, well, I tell you what, uh, we haven't had more than a, a few hours rest at a time in a couple of days now. We'll set up camp uh, at that bridge and stay there for maybe a long a day to yeah. take some time to rest, um, particularly if we're going to go fight some rock trolls. I uh, approve. You should day. always keep yourself well rested in a top combat performance before you go anywhere dangerous. <laughs> motherfucker. <laughs> Silvio was a, perhaps you should stay maybe within sight distance of the bridge, but not actually actually add it. That seems like a great way for uh, stone trolls to creep up and ruin your whole party. Uh, Anslay uh, smiles a, a, a vulpine smile and says, not if we get them first. Are we, uh, as they say in the country, uh, you do you. <laughs> so, Emirian uh, uh, puts his boots back on, Brianka restrings her bow, and uh, they pack up and look ready to head out that way. So, <clears throat> as Ross is watching this whole exchange, uh, once once everybody's kind of on their way, I'm going to uh, quietly kind of come up to Wildfire. I didn't think that uh, Perrin had authorized us for such expenditures. I'm sure he'll be fine with that. <sighs> I'll, fill, I'll fill out the forms now. We'll have them by the time we get back. <laughs> Once they're out of earshot, Silvio will turn over to Victor and be like, uh, what actually is the bounty for the rock trolls? Because um, just making sure I have that in my back pockets. Uh, if I remember correctly, it was 20 gold pieces ahead. Ah, uh, oui, no problem. I mean, their adventures, they, I mean, it was a generous gesture that we would cover it and we can get re re recoup that later. Um, since I doubt there's anywhere convenient for them to uh, turn in the bounty around here. Although to be fair, I doubt the Sinking Sands is full of, uh, but maybe the dwarves, we can give them the troll heads. If nothing else, uh, we can, you know, be like, ah, we have this uh, black dragon uh, skills for you. And <laughs> if you act now, we will throw in two free troll heads. Yes. <laughs> we can actually take, yeah, take them. Look, eat all you want. It keeps regenerating back. Eternal subterranean food source. Yes, the the old troll BBQ. <laughs> no, no, you you can't apply heat to it. No, you slice off a flank and then you grill it. Mm. There you go. So it doesn't grow a new troll, right? <laughs> well, it's very exciting. It's a very <laughs> exciting barbecue. <laughs> <laughs> it's always a race to see if you get it cooked first or if it becomes a new troll first. So yeah, it's fine. <laughs> this is like the most disgusting scene in the <laughs> This is the most disgusting scene. All right, we will uh, head towards the uh, the fountain. Hope hopefully its healing properties will cleanse us of the images of a troll barbecue. Thank you. What's it? But, but will it though? Really? 
Although I guess we don't know if it's technically a healing fountain. I just assumed because fountains tend to be healing. <laughs> what if the trolls kill them? Uh, they that said would be they, a shame. They said they can handle up to three. So sometimes you got to let people live their life, Russ. And they call my kind cold-blooded. For experience and to earn more gold than they were getting from their other job to kill somebody that is actually, as far as we know, not a terrible person. But we should maybe ask about how terrible she is. <laughs> but then again, maybe we shouldn't. Maybe it's better. We don't know. You know? Did we vet her? Did we, did we look up anything about her? She I mean, gave her. me the creeps. <laughs> it is not many that are willing to l get that disturbingly close. I did not particularly enjoy it. That's just your agoraphobia, though, right? Mm. No, she got in his face, if you'll recall, and asked him some kind of pointy questions. Well, Perrin vouched for her, and that's the reason we took Va uh, Ross on board, so... It's true. Mm. You have to kill them both. He's a good judge of character. Mm. Well, let's continue. You know, like, you let all of us in. <laughs> He's Sad a good... Ross. He's a good judge of character. We have to believe that. Okay, we gotta <laughs> hurry up, because if the trolls kill that adventuring party, yes. we need to get back fast enough so we can loot their bodies. Let's get a move on. That's true, yes. <laughs> uh, Pabes did not plan for all of this extra looting. I am, I am very excited about this. Pabes totally planned for that. <laughs> okay, uh, so the road uh, twists and winds, and you find yourself on a cliffside looking down and seeing actual clouds pass below you because you've gotten pretty high up, but you're almost there. And, uh, and you, uh, let's see. Durp -a -durp. I'm not very dexterous. No, I'm more dexterous than I thought I was. Uh, alrighty. So, uh, as you are heading that way, um, Mira, Ross, Mira and Ross hear something whooshing in the clouds and you see a dark shape pass by, but you can't really make it out because it's behind the clouds. And then you hear a really terrifying as, uh, as a winged shape dives down towards you out of the clouds. It's the dragon from the rear. <laughs> it's really congested. I can't think of anything else that makes that kind of sound. I hold out a giant Allegra. <laughs> you need this. Or maybe after it, you know. Also, Tiger, I also 100% heard a goose in that whatever noise <laughs> that Paige made. I'm just like, oh no. Oh no. We've got a giant goose. Awesome. Oh, God. We've we're, already got a goose. We're screwed then. There ah. can only be one. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah. A dire goose is fantastic eating. And it's crazy. You put the whole thing on the to cook, and after it's done, it's like one one sixth of the original size. All right. Y'all arrange your tokens kind of in uh, this metro area. All right, I think Ross and uh, Goose should be in the front. 
What? No, I like it how well far the front. Yeah, yeah you're what? ostensibly <laughs> heading in this direction. We tried the strategy where Wildfire tanked the big bad guy. It went only okay. I mean, earlier, chat was clamoring for Wildfire to take point, so... <laughs> Maybe we should have picked up a scroll of Revivify so we could kind of like neatly lay it on his body. We uh, we can't deny the audience. I right. Is he, is he in the forward position like this? Oh uh, yeah, he's he's forward scouting. He's oh, up boy. in the air forward scouting. Yeah, oh, boy. All right. Uh, Things happen for Hewitt. It's fine. Like that's what he would be doing is forward scouting. So that's fair. Man, this is way more cavalier than I am with my familiars. Like, woof. Your familiars like, also got eaten a few times and hated your guts for it. They hated my so Miss Fiona hated my guts before we started play. Somehow, I don't know what. Okay, I do know. Never mind. <laughs> In all fairness, hang on. In all fairness, I I do in my headcanon kind of imagine Hewitt to look, you know, like an owl, but has like several missing patches of feathers that have just been like burnt off by accident, I'm sure. Listen, he's doing fine. Not a problem. Uh, Okay, hang on just a second. I did not upload a file I thought I uploaded. Talk amongst yourselves for a second. I, I do find it fascinating that you have cast such immense fire spells that it has persisted between summonings of your familiar. I think Hewitt knows what wildfire likes, so when it forms itself out of ectoplasm, it, you know, kind of... <laughs> it spruces just, up yeah. a little bit, you know? Yeah. Just gusties it up just a little bit, you know, just a touch, just a touch. You know? A little behind the... Yeah. Like, some familiars kind of gild their feathers. Others mm. make themselves look very sleek, like a living shadow. Hewitt makes himself look somewhat bedraggled and burned. Yeah, 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 yeah. It, oh, dear God. Ah! Big. Ah! Ah! Oh, God. So that's just a picture. Keep your hair on. Ah! Paige, there is not nearly enough spider in that picture. <laughs> fair, fair. I assume so, that was my size. Yes. Uh, so you see the unholy uh, melding of what looks like a deer and a goose and some sort of raptoral bird with sharp footy claw pads uh, swooping in from the sky, making terrible, terrible honk deer noises. What did we do to deserve this? Mira says, looking at everybody. What did we do to deserve this? What did uh, we do to deserve this? Perhaps uh, we should try talking to it. Them? Do they speak a language? Perhaps? There's four of them? There, there are, are indeed four. Oh, God. And they they swoop in to attack. They have no desire to talk at your face. Quick, I throw a piece of bread up at them. <laughs> it always works when I'm on the ferry. <laughs> yeah, or corn fritter. Like, that'll get you eaten by a seagull. Mm. That's why you throw it up so that they die above you and nowhere actually near you. <laughs> and then they fight amongst themselves for it. It's like every piece of bread is, you know, seagull gladi gladiatorial. <laughs> right? Every piece of bread is sacred, Ben. Every piece of bread is sacred. You can every learn a lot about life by watching seagulls fight over bread. 
I mean, in all honesty, they're just hoping that the next piece of bread is the piece of bread that takes them home. (laughs) Nice. Coda, you're on fire tonight. Do you have inspiration? I do. I do. Well, you Uh, get another one for the they call my people cold-blooded cop. (laughs) Also, just as a side note, uh, while we are loading in our initiative, Mm. we are about 42% to a DM inspiration in our channel points uh, uh, challenges, and we are about 62% to the um, player inspiration. Ooh. Ah! So for those of y'all that don't know, below your chat box, you can spend your viewing points to help and or hurt us. Or help Paige and or hurt Paige. How how many... Okay, hang on. DM inspiration. Uh, just like, how many of these do I have and can I buy myself my own <laughs> uh, I'm sorry, Paige, but you, uh, as a, a part of our company, could not participate in contests and giveaways. Legal, not me. Yeah, it's true. It's true. Um, however, I done did dude it already because Twitch didn't do it, so. Oh! <laughs> it looks like it's on fire now, so we're in trouble. Mm-mm. I see how it is, Paige. I yep. see how it is. Yep. You have made uh, the tactical error of giving me control of the account that has infinite channel points, though. <laughs> so a few details about this map. Mm. Uh, the yellow sandy part mm-hmm. here is is road. The green part is where the forest starts, and once you mm-hmm. get into the forest, it starts... Uh, being a precipitous climb up. Mm. Uh, The stones are kind of on the edge of the cliff. The cliff itself is uh, about a a thousand foot drop. Uh, As as I said, you can see clouds below you. Uh, So to fall off that cliff is going to hurt. Just so you're aware. Mm. Would not recommend. Everybody has their backup character ideas already, right? Because we, what part of those party members did we just meet? Are you ready for to be? An <laughs> oh, good point. No, right. no, my backup character is definitely Corbin. It's going to be weird. <laughs> All right, so Silvio, you feel impelled to react to the airborne sweep of these dangerous-looking creatures. What? What? How do I keep winning initiative? I never asked for this. <laughs> It's all, yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. I I know how this starts. Uh, Does it start with one, two, one, two, three, four? Because you're a bard, you know? Uh, I'm not giving you explanation for that. No, no, I'm not rewarding that behavior. <laughs> <laughs> what about you? Are you rewarding that behavior? Because if you are rewarding that behavior, be sure to give me points for some DM inspiration. Coda. Oh, God. You've let a genie out of the bottle. (laughs) Even Tavis agrees with me. That is Tavis, right? Yeah. That's Tavis. I'll attempt to keep myself. Get him on screen? No, get him on screen. Tavis. Cat. 
so I will start off uh, with the same number that uh, all parts love to start off with, and I will uh, bring my bring my dulcimer around and let out a sweeping, beautiful melody that will hopefully make them all give pause uh, mm. as a light show appears behind me uh, and all in their faces, since they are all within a 20-foot radius of each other. So, welcome to Wiz Saves uh, with Disadvantage, Population U. Respectable, respectable. Great success. Hmm. Ooh. I don't see a roll hmm. north of nine, which is... No, 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 that's bad for them. Oh, yeah, no, it's great for us. Uh, so, following that, uh, I will let everyone know. Uh, Capitan, uh, make sure you mark your targets. Uh, they will be, uh, you know, taking pause and enjoying our performance. Uh, make sure you do not attack multiples at a time. Pattern flying creatures. Oh, you're wondering if they fall? I don't know. If no, it, they wouldn't fall. Um, however, it's not a 20-foot radius. It's a 30-foot cube. So you get to choose one for us to shoot, basically. Ah, I'll be uh, the pink one, then. The pink one is not uh, part of the party. All right. All right. To it. Each creature in the area who sees the pattern... Would you mute? Yep, yep. Uh, each creature in the area who sees the pattern must make a wisdom saving throw. Check. On a failed save, check, 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 the creature becomes charmed for the duration. That's not going to cause them to drop out of the air. While charmed by the spell, the creature is incapacitated and has a speed of zero. Oh, yeah, they're falling. Oh, yeah. yeah. An, an incapacitated <laughs> creature can't take actions or reactions, and if they don't move every turn, they fall. So the question is, do they reach terminal velocity within a minute? I mean, they'll reach bottom within a minute. Perfect. Perfect. Paige, once again, I must ask, have you accounted for terminal velocity? So I don't know if the pink one's the lucky one or if the other ones are lucky, because at least, you know, they won't see it coming. Well, the good news is I uh, did not look at the initial trigger with the pink one is going on a two. Uh, so everybody pile on. So right. is, Mira, Mira is on what would you like to do? Tonight. Yeah, he is. Mira, Mira does a little sort of mental geometry. And she decides that she can probably draw. She moves just right up here. Oop. I didn't mean to draw that extra line. Ah, oh, goddamn! Ah, that moves. I know that. Ignore that extra line. Um, <laughs> she moves right here. In fact, that she could point her finger out and imagine a line uh, along which uh, all of the flying creatures are within five feet of. Sure. Yeah. Um. You do, or, you do know that we only want to take out one of them because the rest are going to literally fall to their deaths. Oh, I mean, I, I don't mean to show off. I'm not trying to stop you. I'm just merely pointing. Listen, to you. 
I actually uh, I lost a little audio in the middle there, so I didn't hear what the hell the impact of whatever crazy thing that you did was. Ah, uh, the three in the back uh, should fall literally to their deaths. Uh, so do something really awesome to number pink. Ah, the worst. Do not worry. Soon I will run out of spell slots and my bullshittery will be far less exciting. <laughs> Um, well, in that case, it's not nearly as exciting. Uh, not within range. At least I made a pretty map. That's all I have to say about this encounter. The maps are gorgeous. Yeah, they look great. Yeah, they're they're quite lovely. I really like the uh, the tra- the height effect. It looks really really believable. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mirror's actually just going to hang out then, and if any if any of these flying creatures comes within thirty feet of her, she'll uh, she'll deliver a tentacle in its direction. So uh, she's just going to just sort of ready in case any of these things come close, and then she will tentacle it, tentacle it good. Okay. All right, Victor will approach, pull out uh, one of his longbows from the quiver of Ilona. I'll burn that inspiration that I've got, and I'll shoot an arrow at number pink. Give it to me. Sharp shooting. Ooh, a 10 will not do it. Wow. That's a... Wait, you were you burned an inspiration? Ah, uh, yeah, I, I used an inspiration. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah, that's not going to help. All right, yeah. Sorry, you miss second attack. Uh, humbled by that, Victor will not use sharpshooter on the second attack. <laughs> I actually, I've been, I've just been flying high. I, I I've been uh, pretty good about hitting, but I, I don't have a sweet, sweet bardic inspiration in my back pocket, so. Um, sometimes you just miss. There we go. That seems better. Yeah, 19 absolutely hits. You uh, take the thing right in the meat of one wing, and it will take 10 points of damage. All right, Victor. Um, he just I'll just drop that bow. That one's obviously defective. And I'm done. You're just going to leave that one here. You're not even going to pick it up after the end of the combat. <laughs> Gross. Why would he touch it again? Yeah. <laughs> Wildfire. Sure. Wildfire will uh, kind of close his eyes and snap his fingers, and the creature's blood blood will begin to boil. Oh, it, didn't, it didn't save my rename. That's annoying. Hmm. One second. All right. Is it even worthwhile? Yes, it's always worthwhile. Especially to do it with wildfire style. Come on. He can make me a wisdom saving throw. Ooh, nice damage, really. Well, it, the creature can enjoy 12 necrotic damage. You. Oh. What about Ross? Oh, Hewitt also applies back here to not, you know, get murdered and stuff. <laughs> Excellent. I, Mm, I was gonna. Oh, wildfire! <laughs> wildfire! Did you do d8s for your damage roll? Uh, I yeah, I think I did because it didn't ask me. Yeah, yeah it's two d8. 
I'll, I'll just live with it. Oh, but I worked so hard to get that damage on. But, I mean, I hear you, but... but okay, fine. Fine, fine. Now it's going to roll two. Okay. Less. Four less damage. <laughs> the D12 is a critical Altering its hit points again. Uh, Ross, what are you doing? So Ross is going to do something he has never done before. And he is going to pull out his javelins. And with a running start, he is going to chuck his javelin at Pink. No, Ross, don't jump off! <laughs> wow. Maximum velocity! Maximum Maximum velocity! But I will have you know if I had decided to jump, I could have probably, definitely, maybe landed on it. It would have been epic. Will a 20 hit? Oh, Lord, yes. Uh, you uh, pierce it in one of its muscly kind of birdie thighs. That will be seven points of damage. I will then instruct Goose to defend itself. Did he spear a drumstick? Damn it. Did he spear a drumstick? He did spear a drumstick. (laughs) He did. I don't know if we want to do things. Alright, number yellow begins to fall. Number blue begins to fall. Number purple begins to fall. Number pink says, what the actual fuck actually didn't say that it's not smart enough what it will say is i'm gonna eat somebody i was hoping it would turn around and run just like the uh troll did <laughs> sometimes you just have a bad day you just have a bad bad day that's too much in animal intelligence it's just going crazy okay if it's coming within 30 feet of me just let me know it will Oh lord, he coming. Alright. Whenever that happens. So it fly- so it flies to here and then attempts to bite Ross. Alright. Excellent. What's your rage, Mira? Uh thirty feet. Uh so actually Ross, Mira Mira hits it when it gets here. Yeah. A twenty one oh. will hit. It, it um will. It not it not only bites you, but it kicks you with its sharp backward-facing claws, and you will take 20 points of piercing damage. Rude. That goose is dynamites. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. These are bad motor scooters. And then I fly away. You do not get an opportunity attack. And but I, I get my attack. Wait, what about Mira? Sure. Yeah, yep. Yeah. I will reach out. Reach out and touch someone. Mm. Oh, and that will be a, a 26 to reach out and touch someone. Dang. 26 will do it. That particular bird is going to enjoy nine points of tentacly damage and get pulled right next to me. Hey, how you doing? I will examine it up close. <laughs> you, you have an up close, very angry deer goose hybrid. Do I, do I know this uh, species? Is it something that I'm familiar with? Why are you asking me this question instead of making a die roll? I'm doing both. I'm making this words with my mouth and my clicky finger. I like to imagine, Andrew, that your your suckered tentacle just like routinely just like stretches its wings out so you can measure it. Right. It's it's definitely a, 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 you know, multifunctional tool for (laughs) 
grabbing things from high shelves. Um, we have we have done practice with this, as we have previously stated. Yeah. <laughs> it's not uh, the practice Silvio was hoping it would be, but it was very helpful regardless <laughs> to someone. Speaking of butts, uh, so yeah, with a nature check of seven, you have no clue what this mm. is. I mean, you get it's it's clearly, yeah, it, you have no clue. Yeah, yeah, it's fine. All right, hey, Silvio. Uh, can I make a grapple check or something to get out of that, or am I just stuck by you for for now? Uh, I think I. Let me see here. Uh, it just says I pull the creature up to ten feet. Oh, up to ten feet closer to me. So it's actually not that far, but I don't know what its full path was. I probably would have waited until it was as close as possible. And with that last contribution. Here the chat awards page right. with inspiration. You did this to us, chat. Are, are we not entertaining you? Like, I think are you are not entertained? I think you're I love you, chat. I love you. I love you. It's not. It's, <laughs> it's not really grappled because, after all, you know this canter oh, was written just, as an action. So I guess you could just keep going. Pull. Yeah. Yeah, it's just a grab and pull. Yeah. Uh, it will keep going. Floop a floop a floop. All right, I flip a floop a floop over there. Sylvia. Okay. Uh, I need to measure now. I honestly don't know how we're going to go back to playing on a table because Roll20 <laughs> makes this stuff so easy. This is pretty cool. Yeah, we used to know how to count. Counting sounds like work. Ugh, gross. We never had pretty maps like this. Mm-hmm. What? We had lots of pretty maps, especially by Dyson Logos, who we printed out at the nearby store. But these are also beautiful maps handcrafted by Paige Lightman herself. Mm-hmm. The craftiest. We also had a three-dimensional dungeon at one time. That was very nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, that'd be pretty neat. Does Roll Twenty support anything like that? That was a fun session. Uh, so yeah, uh, it will do some kind of something like that. I can make an isometric map instead of mm-hmm. a planar map. Mm-hmm. But whew, isometric maps are a little hard on the brain. Got it. Oh well. Uh, so Sylvia will look over at this uh, bird thing and be like. What? What kind of bird gets uh, tentacled out of the air? Like, uh, what? Uh, what is this? What is this? I I am unimpressed. Uh, and it can make me a wisdom safe. Vicious mockery. Is that where we're at? I do not know what you want from me. I already threw a third level slot into this fight and took out three of them. I mean, what? <laughs> Offer you eleven, sir. Give me your mockery. We don't know they're dead for sure. There might be a friendly archmage at the bottom with Featherfall. That's true. true. Uh, So you can have eight points of psychic damage, uh, and its next attack is a disadvantage. That was, by the way, eight vicious mockeries worth of damage. Hot. Eight. Hot. You're on fire Mm -hmm. this fight, Sylvia. Yes, yes. So, uh, so you uh, managed to wound the bird, and it's starting to show definite signs of of wear. Uh, Mira. Uh, I, oh no, I could still. It's still within range, right? I got 
It's Three, uh. Yes. Come closer. Uh, she will proceed to send yet another tentacle out its way. Ugh, not so great this time. The ten. It dodges deftly out of the way. Mm. Mm. Anything else? Yeah, life goes Ooh, on. Got a minor. Okay, yeah. Victor. All right, Victor will draw draw a hopefully luckier bow from his quiver. <laughs> Uh, draw an arrow back to the stones in his cheek, and he'll sharpshoot. Yes. All right. That was the warning arrow. <laughs> Parent, listen, for all, I like the anti Sylvia right now. I am. I am laughing because. Oh my god, Ron! It that looks awful. super chastised. All right, that yeah. bow also gets dropped with great restraint. I don't drop it off the side of the cliff. Right, and then I'll summon my great sword into my hand with my bonus action, because uh, I think that's really these things. I need to hit them with a piece of with a piece of metal. So, <laughs> why you do notice I... your great sword pops to your hand with a greater speed and alacrity than what you're used to? Why do I suddenly feel like I'm being pulled through the ether to Victor's hands? Yes, that is. A uh, <laughs> uh, wildfire. Wildfire walks over to Victor and, and says, Buddy, it'll be okay, buddy. It'll be okay. And then he snaps his fingers, and the creature can give me a wisdom saving throw. By that, do you mean Victor or the, the monster? No, no, the monster. I mean, I was thinking about Victor, but you know, he's, got, he's down enough on his luck as it is. So Okay, and you said wisdom saving throw? A wisdom saving throw. Wildfire. Well, unlikely. Wildfire constantly nice, nice. the creature. Ooh, a negative. Enjoy 10 damage. Critter leans into it with its brain. Plus, I don't think I'm getting my arrows back. <laughs> well, you're you're not throwing those plus twos out of them. Yeah. They wouldn't have helped. There's no roll he made where a plus two would have made him hit. <laughs> Ross. Well, I'm going to uh, run up onto this boulder and chuck yet another one of these javelins oh, that I'm carrying. <laughs> uh, this time, I will use the inspiration that you've given me for advantage. Will an 18 hit? Absolutely. That will be eight more piercing damage. Grr. Okay, you done? That uh, is it for me. I will continue to tell Goose to dodge. All right. It uh, it actually swoop, swoops towards. Uh, hmm. Everybody roll me a d20. Just a flat d20. Just... I don't know if that's good or bad that I rolled a three. <laughs> it's bad. It's great. Oh, good. Even d20? Is it equal to... Anna, what, what, uh, it's slash r space one d20. Okay. Yay! Oh, 19. Okay. 
Wait a minute. It swoops towards Mira. <laughs> <laughs> uh, gets to here and yeah. attacks you. Remember your disadvantage, for you are mocked, my dear. Uh-uh. Okay, fine. I'll take disadvantage. Also, your advantage from your advantage thing? We'll get that in a minute. Okay, uh, fair enough. With this disadvantage, I roll a 21 to hit for 37 points of damage. Whoa! Reminding her, Ben. Oh! Ow! Oh. Here's... That's rough. That's oh! Then... Then it grabs you with its horrible claws. Oh, now it's on. That's, <laughs> I told you it not to touch to, me. And it has to fly away away from you. With you. Uh, we can make a grapple check. So uh, I'll make a strength athletics roll. Mm -hmm. Oppose with a uh, dexterity acrobatics or a strength athletics. And I'm going to be using advantage on it. I am also going to be using advantage of uh, mine. I'll be blowing my inspiration here. Well worth it. Ooh. Oh, God. Oh, no. Which one was your... There you go. Oh. Underhand me! Ah! 21 to 18. Uh, Chad tried my hardest. That was tight. And I <laughs> failed you. <laughs> Ooh! Get your stinking claws off of me! <laughs> With that, it sighs in disgust and flies away <laughs> as its brethren land plop, plop, plop a thousand feet below in wet red splotches. Wow. Hooray! Ugh. Ugh. <laughs> that was... That was really close, guys. Don't worry. If if it had successfully pulled you away, I would have used my attack of opportunity to put you out of your misery before you started falling. <laughs> that's that's very noble. Wow. Very noble view. What, what do you mean? Doesn't uh, Wildfire have uh, you know by breaking laws of thermodynamics to make uh, her fall uh, not nearly as uh, you know quickly? So. so. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I, I mean, yes, but also. Victor Mercy kills her anyway? <laughs> Gentlemen. With friends uh, like this, who needs friends? I wouldn't, mm -hmm. attack, I wouldn't attack her because it would be forced to prevent wonderful. Uh -oh. So, you continue traveling and as you do, the trees get uh, more twisted and yellowed and many of them are dead. And eventually, mm. ahead of you, you see a beautiful elven fountain and around it is a swirl of magical energy. But within that swirl of magical energy, you notice that the grass is green and healthy and there's like little daisies growing in it. It's very, very pleasant. But outside of it, it's like the, the earth is just barren. And when you get close enough to it, a figure rises from the fountain full of malice and evil. Oh. Oh. That's what we're doing tonight! No! Uh, I am okay with this. I am not uh, quite ready to deal with that level of problem tonight. <laughs> However, you dogs, listen to me. You mark down the resources you have used. I am looking at you, Bennett Keelheisler. 
Hmm. I have used one second level and one third level spell judiciously. I just want I just want to make sure everybody's marked down stuff on their character sheet, and we'll pick this up next week. Those errors mm -hmm. are gone forever. At, at any point, did we take a short rest between the birds and the fountain? That would seem reasonable. That is definitely Fair. something we would do, given that most of Mira is hanging out of Mira. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> I hate birds. I ain't we'll doing so hot week. myself. We'll, we'll deal with that next week. Mm. Uh, so I just want to remind our beloved friends in chat that uh, on Saturday from 2 to 5 p.m. we'll be playing a special one-shot Halloween adventure called The Black Crown of Disaster, where our heroes will be playing the bad guys. We have the Mind Flayer! As you can the see, <laughs> the golem, the silence, the necromancer. Sorry, I was paying it. The necromancer. If eternal life really makes me evil, well then yeah, I guess I, I guess I am evil then. Just a little. And the <laughs> mummy. Cursed for eternity. <laughs> Great. So this is a special one-shot, three-hour adventure. Uh, it's not a regular characters, but the actions that happen in this event will shape some other things going on in our Aglarond campaign. And it's in the afternoon. It's from 2 to 5 p.m. Eastern, so it won't interrupt your trick-or-treating, trick I hope. Who trick-or-treats before 5? Uh, and I hope you have a lovely week, and I'm looking forward to seeing y'all on Saturday. So let's go, let's go to our goodbye music. Uh, there we go. Yes, there we are. So uh, let's see. Thank you for joining us on our adventure tonight. Please, uh, if you can, Follow us and subscribe <laughs> to us on Twitch. Subscribe on YouTube. Support us on Patreon. We have a Patreon. We're thinking about giving away all the maps that I've made on Patreon. Or at least give us a like on iTunes. You can find us in all of these locations uh, at Feats and Fables. Uh, Roll20 is our virtual tabletop. Our music's by Kevin McLeod and Comtech.com as served by Roll20. Uh, our maps are made in Dungeon Draft and Incarnate tonight, and maybe Dungeon Painter Studio. I don't remember where they all came from. I also would like to send a special shout-out to our subs and new subs, which are Wixity Witch, Red Dirt D&D. &D. Thank you, Ashley! And Kurgosh! I want to give you a big hug, Kurgosh! Thank you all, and please join us Saturday at 2 p.m. and the next Monday night at 8 p.m. Eastern to see what happens next. And follow us to Adventure! Do it. Do it. Do it.